Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bottled. In the second part of the 17th episode today, we talk about nostalgic pop culture, the brightest side of the pandemic, attention span in the 20th century, and prisons as rehabilitation centers, and many more. Please enjoy. Just like a Billy Madison kind of thing. Like, just like, I fucking hate you. We should go. Just get in a hole. <laughs> you want to go today? Hit some golf balls. You hit some golf balls, golf mate. Balls. Let's go. Hit Do you want to go? Balls? Let's go. There's one in uh, around Arncliff, but Park, whatever it's called. Do you want to go? Let's go. Let's go. go. And there's also balls. one in Menai. I don't mind hitting some balls around. I, I, legit- have, I have the golf clubs in the car. There we go. Okay. okay. Do we have a plan then? Do you want me to get you some golf clubs? Yeah. Okay. Just for just for memory. I don't think I'm going to And that him. way he can actually go clubbing. <laughs> I tried to teach him how to play golf and he's useless. That was a good effort for someone who's never hit a ball. I started, hey, I started giving you some lessons and you started hitting it pretty good. Yeah, but you would agree it was good. I swear, mini golf, when you're playing it, it's like there's so much mathematics involved because you're looking at all the freaking edges like it was like when you play pool. If you play pool correctly, you're supposed to like bank shots and stuff. Oh, man. Yeah. Pool, but, what's the difference? Pool and snooker. Um, so pool is the, the where it's the one to eight ball. Uh-huh. And you're just sinking either stripes or um, what are they called? You got, I, I just say colors and stri- colors and stripes. And yeah. The, the block colors and the stripes. And then whereas snooker, there's like that. The red balls in the middle. Uh-huh. So you have to sink a red ball, and then you're allowed to sink one of the colored ones. Uh-huh. And each color one is worth a different amount of points. Yeah. So snooker's played professionally yeah. than pool yes. is. more mm. professional. So yeah. snooker, you hit a red, you, you hit a red ball. If you get a red ball, and you can go for a colored one. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you can keep hitting in snooker. You can keep eating the same ball to uh, keep boosting your points. Yeah. So, that, um, but once you've sunk all the red ones, the game's over, basically. Mm. Yeah. Well, so you, yeah, yeah, never under, understood the difference. But the one in the pubs or the clubs, whatever, it's they're, just they're poor. Yeah, it's the ones where like you go into the pub and you have that one guy who thinks he's the he's the lord of and everything's of sticky because there's beer all over the place. Yeah, and, and especially got, the carpet. And you there got is all a, the queens there too. Yeah. <laughs> there is a distinct smell in um, the pubs here. I've noticed is very it? distinct. Yeah, the carpets maybe it's all sweat and I never paid sweat and beer. That. I mean, I'm too cool. You, to you grew up with that. this. That's why. I don't know. I never pay attention, but I know there's always like a little smoker's corner. That you yeah, go, you're like, yeah. that's got that smell to it. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, like you smell like uh, a chimney, a goddamn ashtray. I know, man. Yeah, I, don't I know went what you're talking about. I was in Starbar once, and um, Starbar, oh, yeah, five dollar, five dollar drinks or whatever it was. No, it was, well, even, it was, no, it was three bucks. Well, like I'll tell you something. Dollars. I'll tell you the science of drinking. If you go to a cheap bar, you will spend more than if you go to a high um, high class bar or an expensive bar. Yeah, yeah but you get drunk with them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You go to Star Bar. You, well, you used to go to Star Bar first and then you hit up somewhere else where it was more expensive. Bar Century as well. Our bar Century. Yeah. Oh, God. That was the one what that the was hell is up that? the stairs. Yeah. You go up there, man, they had super cheap drinks. Yeah. My God. Really? Is like it still s- there? Skittle shots. Still around? Nah, I'm pretty sure Bar Century's gone. Yeah, it's gone. And I... Back in the day, did you ever go to Soho? 
The one in the cross? Yeah. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty yeah. sure we went there. It was my wife's 18 mm-hmm. and she was turning 18 while we were waiting in the line to get in there. <laughs> it was, it was, uh, I had a method to the madness, but it, so this was before you had come in because, mm. um, they changed all the rules and the lockouts and stuff like that. When the guy got Three, decked, yeah. the guy got yeah. decked, he died. So they changed everything. It just pretty much, it destroyed the nightlife after that because they made all those changes. Yeah. But in Soho, what I, what me and the guys would do is we'd rock up there before nine. You'd get free entry. Then we'd go to Candy's apartment to get free entry and then also give you a wet pussy shot. For free. <laughs> what's what's that again? The, it's a wet pussy shot, which is pretty much watered down cordial with a very small amount of trip set or yeah. something. But we would get stamped in those places so we yeah. would have somewhere to go and not pay entry. Then we'd go to the back alley that's right in front of um, uh, Soho and we'd just drink, we'd split it. And back then, 20 bucks, you'd just go split it between a bottle of you and your couple of mates and you'd get trashed, completely yeah. trashed. You go in the club at 11.30, 12, and then you're having the time of your life. And we used yeah. to do that every Saturday. Or if it was on a Thursday, we'd go to Greenwood. <laughs> I love Greenwood. I've been, I think Soho, Soho was the only place I ever went to where I got home at like six o'clock in the morning. Shit. <laughs> uh, because by the time we, we tried to leave, but there were no trains. Yeah. So we just went straight back in. Yeah, you might as well. It's better to just kick on yeah. to the first train than to wait. It's like, yeah. oh my God, I hate the night. Night uh, riders the worst. Bumping around with, with the buses, right? Oh, yeah, I love the um, I love the morning ride back home when you've had a massive night and you know you've taken make uh, you know you, you you've made use of your body. You've drank so much. The walk of shame, man. It's the guys do it. The girls probably they look worse doing it, uh-huh. but when a guy does it as well, it doesn't feel good. <laughs> no, I, I love that. I, I love the. I it's love like the seeing walk. people leave the horse races. And all the girls have like their heels in their hands and they're like the trash. Is, is there a reason why people dress for horse races? It's supposed to be more for like, it's supposed to be a formal thing. Like, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like a tradition. So was cricket. Yeah. You used to have to dress up. Yeah. But it's because you don't have that many chances to dress up anymore. Like yeah. there used to be like, like in obviously old days, there used to be like balls and stuff that you'd go to where you dress up. Yeah. But there's no way you can really go to dress up. Unless you're going to a wedding, especially if uh, for sport, yeah, yeah, true. But I, I like the I like the feeling of people dressing up and then watching the races. Never been to one. Oh, oh we'll, hey, we'll head there. Don't worry. Yeah, when <laughs> we can go to a dodgy you, you, one. You guys keep saying let's go here. Let's go. If you want to go to, we can go to. A I'm dodgy about one. to leave the fucking state, and <laughs> we still haven't been anywhere. We can go to the Canberra, uh, Canberra, Canterbury horse race. That's the dog. That's the dodgiest one. We'll really? just watch the greyhounds down the coast. I'll go to Dapto Dogs. <laughs> You go there, you watch the dogs, you go through little, um, um, usually have the stalls open as well. Yeah. Just go buy a couple of random things there. They have like a swap and sell there too. That's where I found a Digimon. Literally, uh-huh. it was a first gen stint in the box. It was worth about 200 bucks. I bought it for $2. I was just like, oh, what? Oh, how much do you want it for? It's like, oh, $2. I'm like, straight face. Here you go. I've been trying to buy an original Digimon. My God. Because they just came out, like, again, they're like 40 bucks or something, the JV. Yeah. But get it what, from him. But do you know what happened to that Digimon? My ex threw it out. No. I was like, where's my Digimon? She's like, oh, I was just cleaning out your drawer, so I threw it out. And I'm like, 
No. I was like, you can't be serious. I'm like, you have any idea how much oh, I you just that? did? Yeah. Oh my God. The first Digimon, do you know what I used to do? You'd grab a little pl- piece of plastic yeah. and you'd stick in the bottom and then you'd try and reset it because what it does, um, it messes with the system and sometimes you get like a, a bugged egg or like, like a, a rare. A rare, yeah. yeah. It just mess with the system and sometimes you'll get something that's ridiculously overpowered uh-huh. and you go play with the other mates you'd connect. You're like, hey. That was the best. And you just demolish yeah. your, your mates at school. Yeah. Digimons weren't very popular in Asia. We had Beyblade and Pokemon. Oh, we just we Beyblades. So they good, banned yeah. those so quickly. They banned yeah. Pokemon. They banned the Dragon Ball Z Tarzos because oh, everyone used man. to stack them. And then someone, what they would do is they would hit, but they'd also smack the ground so the stack would, more of the stack would fall over. Oh. But people were getting angry. Well, why were they banned though? Primary schools, like, they banned everything because it starts fights. Like yeah. PUBG, Fortnite. No, it was worse. Just imagine mm. you have a bunch of rares and then you lose all your Tarzos to a guy that's just got so many of them. Yeah. And you're like... Just you just have two stacks. The stack that I used to leave at home in like the... <laughs> The thing is, I've got pa- I've got like unopened packages of the Dragon Ball Tarzos, the circle ones. Yeah, don't open. Them. Oh. But then we also had like the the dodgy ones that are all scratched up that you used to just play with. Yep, I love those oh, so And the, you have the white finish there once it's uh, once it's used. Yeah, right? and it's yeah. completely like yeah. we had them as well. And all on the back, it had like the Dragon Ball Z, like the stars and the, like yeah. the Dragon Ball. Yeah, oh, it was so great. fun. But literally, people used to freaking. Pull their hair out. We used to fight. There used to be so many fights. Because the school I went to, like, so I went to I went to Cock Republic. Yeah. And literally, there was everyone was fighting and arguing. Every time there was a new game that come out, everyone was fighting. You'd play like Yu-Gi-Oh as well. Like yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh was pretty bad. But it would do circles. So like we had by the end of my by the end of the six, we were playing with marbles. Oh, and my like, dad and my dad was like, "What are you doing with marbles? What do you want marbles for? You mean oh, the the round the yeah, spears and like, yeah. marbles." Yeah. cool looking marbles too there was one that was just like it was multicolored with yeah. the little dots in it and yeah. i'm like i want that marble and like you're Dragon trying to, yeah. you try like you pretty much you're trying to win the marble but they're like they're this they're this big but like you just and they're cheap as well yeah, and cheap so, as well oh, my, my brother used to buy a bag of marbles uh-huh. and then sell them to the kids at school for like 20 cents and he was just making money selling marbles yeah <laughs> It's like a dealer. It cost him a dollar to buy like a yeah. whole bag. For mm. Yeah. You know what we used to do? So we had a lot of landscape in Nepal, in the villages and stuff. So we used to um, sort of make a path down a cliff from the top mm-hmm. and make a path for the marbles to roll down. Have you seen that like, the marble guy on YouTube? Similar the, to that, The yes. Marble Olympics or whatever Yes, yeah, we did that as, uh, as children. And just, uh, that, there used to be betting. There's the, the entire village used to just come and watch. It was very nice, yeah. And marbles, very cheap, the best play um, toy ever. Yeah, Mar- we had marbles, Tarzos, Beyblades, Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon. Yeah, Beyblades, man, they they used to cause fights. I would agree. Yeah. Beyblades, oh, yeah. because it's an expensive toy and then it breaks. But there used to be, there was just one kid um, from China that used to get his Beyblades from China uh-huh. and they'd have like a metal insert. Heavy oh. too. Yeah. So as soon as you spin, his would sit in the middle as soon as you're there, we'd go, we'd, we'd get them from like Kmart and they'd be plastic and then yeah. this kid comes along with like a metal rimmed Beyblade. Yeah. Like you can literally go and buy a Beyblade for $19 now. Yeah, which is so back. expensive. $19. Yeah. That's, that's a lot back. of money <laughs> for, for a toy that breaks so mm-hmm. easily. And they like they used to have like competitions and everything. I remember going to Mokdal Plaza and just 
they'd have competitions in the front and yeah. you'd bring your, your own Beyblades uh-huh. and then you'd have all those kids with the heavy Beyblades. Yeah. Some of them were majority metal and I'm like, come on, man, you can't yeah. be serious. That's how, that's not regulation. Because there, there used to be three parts. There used to be the spinny thing, mm-hmm. the middle part and then like the top screw bit. Yeah. And yeah. the kids used to get like a metal insert into the yeah. middle and the funny part is those metal inserts you can literally have variations of that yeah, yeah. so if you have a sharper one it spins more if yeah. you have a heavier one it's powerful stronger yeah. and um with that with the Beyblades, we used to have the like real blades as well back home i don't know where the kids got it from like real blades and you you ripped it just so you can destroy the other one i we think don't i'm know pretty where. sure the other thing that was starting to come in was there used to be those cars there was that show about like the the cars that were similar to Beyblades and they used to like race each other. Oh, like the, like yeah. the thing? No, oh, no. The, the robotics there was, thing? There was like a, no, it was like a, I don't know what it's called, man. But there were like cars that were similar to Beyblades and they used to like crash uh, each other. Oh, no. I've seen a, a different Not one. Robot so you had Robot oh, Wars. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that was so good, man. man that was talking so about nostalgia. Oh talking God. about nostalgia. Yeah. And you know what I realized yesterday? You know how they say pop culture? Yeah. You know what it stands for? Popular culture. Yeah. I just realized that yeah i just yeah i read it somewhere i was like it is true like pop culture popular culture yeah it's so what's it's what's available it's what's good, cool at the time mm, i mean i yeah. have no idea what they're doing now yeah apart from yeah with the robot wars no like what's popular now oh mm. Do you no, want that's, a, that's a question to think about uh, apart from fortnite and because oh, when i because when i was um teaching Mm. That was all they would talk about. Mm. So we couldn't even say the word like, like we'd be like, okay, in a fortnight's time, we're going to do this. And they'd be like, ah, oh, fortnight. And they start like dancing and yeah. shit. Oh, back, really? Yeah. Oh. Back then for uh, for me, it was, all right, everyone turns to pay 69. I'm like, ah, 69. <laughs> and you have this like, grin on everyone's face. Yeah, everyone's yeah. like, teacher's like, hey, yeah. settle down. And, and maybe there's a student or two who doesn't get it. And oh. <laughs> they've got to be told things. But you might, you probably don't know this, mm-hmm. but do you remember waking up to watch uh, Cheese TV? Cheese TV, yes. But you turn it on and it's the aerobics instead. Oh, you wake up way too early. So it used to be like from 6.30 to 7, there was um, aerobics, like adult aerobics or whatever. And at 7 mm-hmm. o'clock, like the kids show would start. So you'd have like, you'd start to be Dragon Ball Z, yeah. like SpongeBob, mm-hmm. all the shows like right oh. in the morning. And so- then... If you'd left it too late, then there'd be a show called Jack in the Box or whatever oh it was. Oh, God, yes. Yeah. What? No, What's in the Box? What's in the Box? Yeah. And if you got song. to watch in the Box, you knew you were late for school. Yep. Oh, shit. Or you were sick. Yeah. The times, man. Because school would start at nine. Like, you'd have to be there by nine. And yeah. w- watching the Box would start at nine. I remember waking up at like six o'clock in the morning, five thirty, just to watch cartoons. Yeah, like, um, that was that was the best feeling so ever, cool. right? Yeah, you because you as a child you're well rested. Uh, you yeah. sleep at like nine thirty, ten. You wake up at five thirty. You watch a cartoon, and you're really in that world. Yeah. Uh, but so ba- basically, what my parents did, that we eventually got the set top box, and then they locked all the channels, so we could only watch cartoons on the weekends. Uh they'd have like a timer set. Yeah. But what they didn't know is that they only set up the, what's the word for it? The educational one. So it was National Geographic, Discovery Channel, uh, the History Channel. Yeah. (laughs) One day my mum comes in. I'm watching National Geographic because I was just so wrapped up in it because there's nothing else to watch. Yeah. I was about 13 years old. National Geographic comes on. It was about sex changes. But it actually showed you 
down there, like videos and stuff. And my mum walks in, he's like, what is this? And she's like, oh, no, it's, it's about sex it's, changes. It's educational, man. And she was about? like, no, this is not in my house. And she takes it off. I'm like, what am I supposed to watch? It's like, not that. Put the cartoons on, man. And I'm like, but think about it as a 13-year-old child sitting there and you're like, wow, the sex changes are a thing. Mm. Well, and it's I'm, like we were talking before, like having age-appropriate education. But you have to learn about it eventually. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But like this, you know... Uh, with the especially with the Indian and, and the Asian culture, they mm. uh, say no sex before marriage, this and that. But they have the child get married at mm. uh, married at the age of nineteen and twenty. Yeah. It's it's like, uh, what are you really trying to teach? Is that why you're so scared to go home? Because I have a. <laughs> they've already they've already got they've sorted it out. Already. They've got it ready there for you right now. Oh, there could be potential. As soon as you but, step off the plane, you're you're married. But that that don't jive with me. That's not my thing. Well, it is. See, it's not bad. Arranged marriage. Um, people, when they meet, uh, especially in those uh, societies, they could have um, a good understanding of each well, other. Well, they do work because they it's work. because yeah. you have to make it work. And yeah. then eventually, like I was speaking to someone at um, at my other job, and they were saying, "Yeah, like we met on our like we sort of I think it was like her auntie and her auntie's like best friend uh-huh. knew a guy." like a young boy and they arranged it. But now she's like, yeah, I love you. So yeah, it's like- Exactly, people yeah. make it work. And it's, it's what's, uh, here's the thing. Why is it different and how is it different to you meeting someone on Tinder? Think about it. Well, you don't get married straight away on Tinder. Yeah. Well, even with arranged marriage, you can you can say no. That you have that flexibility. <laughs> you, you just get frowned upon. <laughs> yeah, shunned by the family. You, you can never yeah. see that. You can never face that family again. <laughs> yeah. You're dead to me. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, think about it. How is it different to someone you meeting someone on Tinder? And uh, just going back to the point you made, arranged marriages work. Like my parents were uh, married like that. And there is no divorce uh, back in Asia. I think it also comes down to the fact that we are more well, it's patient. Also, it's also frowned upon. If you go well, get divorced, you're shunned. Oh, you're shunned for you don't the rest get, of your life. Yeah, so. it's it's like a massive, uh, like it's and that's like it. a you're, mark to your you better, character. You better leave the village mm. because yeah. your life is going to be shit. Yeah, mm, true. But uh, you, you know, every time uh, we think about these uh, these concepts, we think about um, villagers. But it's not that; it's prevalent in the city as well. But I have to say, I'm very proud of Nepal that we are very progressive. I was talking to you uh, the other day. Uh, we are. Nepal is one of the most progressive, open-minded uh, countries in Asia. It's very different to countries like China, Nepal, sorry, India, Pakistan. Are they being honest about their COVID cases or what? Now they are. Yeah, it's. Uh, but you it's, said now they are. Yeah. Now that now. That, <laughs> oh, dude. Now that half the population has been diagnosed, they're like, yeah, we'll start from now. Yeah. Um, when COVID first hit, it like eighty-six thousand cases in China. Nepal had like zero. <laughs> like no we're perfect I no swear. we're, we're doing sweet over here promise yeah. <laughs> they made a meme about you know the office guy um what's his name michael mm. he watched the office right the yeah. u.s version <laughs> him shaking hands with the other guys like there's I me mean, i can't describe it but um yeah he's got like the back uh, the the fanny pack on his hair like yeah yeah the, yeah the mullet yeah and it's like the guy shaking his hand yeah. uh, nepal with zero cases <laughs> yeah he's yeah. like nothing to see here yeah but yeah. that's the thing like I mean, apparently it's the same in Indo. Yeah. Like it, my mum's telling me stories. It's like, yeah, over there, mm. they're, they're just, every people are dying left, right, center. Yeah. But they're going about their lives the same. Like they're, they're not even. That's funny. That's, mm. that, that's, uh, that's it's the so thing. Like, that's happening. 
if and the same like I said before in the UK, they're just going about their lives as if nothing is happening. Mm. And um, apparently in the US as well, like the state of California has the same population as this um, as Australia, and the difference in the measures we're taking, it's 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 immense. But they're very. I mean, over there, you can't take their rights away, which is what they see it yeah. as. Freedom. You can't tell me what to do. Yeah. Yeah. That's a warped sense of freedom. Which is what's happening in the Northern Beaches. Let's be honest. That's what they're like. Nah, up there. But, nah but Northern Beaches, have, have, they're very accountable uh, from what's on the news. Like, people are getting tested. Well, I, yeah, I heard that people are getting turned away from testing centers because there's just so many people there. Yeah. Mm. At least they're accountable there. That's, that's mm. what's happening. Yeah, but then again, you're looking at one place being a nanny state, yeah, like us, mm. and then you look at California where everyone is like, nope, I have my right to do what I want. Yeah, you can't tell me what to do. Which is they're following the most outdated piece of paper I've seen in my life, mm. which still has things that talk that talks about slavery and stuff. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. why are you still following something that is so outdated? And times have changed so much since then. Just rework it. That's why you have all these changes. You but, can't take away my guns. Yeah. How dare like, you? It's like mm. the right to bear arms. It's like, oh, guns don't kill people. Well, I'm like, that's not the point. It's like you should be taking the right to allow people to have that access to guns that kill people. Mm. There's so much, the, the way, the, even though there's so many checks involved, it's still so, so when, easy to the get thing guns. When they wrote that, a gun was something that you had to load yeah. every single time. Yep. Take you 10 minutes just to load the thing and shoot it. Yeah. Now you've got one that shoots like 100 bullets a second. Yeah. Oh my God. Have you watched this TV <laughs> series, Ozark? No. no. I've seen it on Netflix. I have heard of it, yeah. In one of the episodes, there's a small guy um, who's apparently the age of 18 but has a certain mental disorder. Um, he walks into an ammunition shop and he tries to purchase um, guns for a 14-year-old guy. But because he can't think for himself or doesn't have a proper, um, he can't really, um, the, the cognitive capacity is not as uh, on par with someone of at the, of, uh, not of 18. Um, he writes the date of birth of the guy who's, uh, who he is purchasing the guns for, for the 14-year-old guy. And the, what the shopkeeper or the guy at the counter says is, you may have made a mistake over here. Do you want to correct that? Right, and the eighteen-year-old guy corrects the uh, thing, and then uh, gets the gun for the fourteen-year-old. And um, people in the U.S., my friends in the U.S., have told me that is the reality. Like guns mm. are being sold yeah. so easily, like Justin said. You just go, you go down to like a farmer's market, and there's just guns there, and you yeah. just buy a gun. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, there's no background checks. There's no like you could be anyone just going in there. Yeah, mm. and each state has different requirements on what they do to check. Yeah. guns on people's backgrounds as well so one state might be really tedious in particular and others will be like yeah it's in walmart just give me your see, ID. Well, that's, the, that's the craziest thing yeah you can imagine going to kmart and just buying a gun yeah. how dark like kmart for me is so sweet it's like you want to go there just for just to chill have some mcdonald's mcflurry like get, oh, shit, i need some bullets for my gun oh. how about we go to kmart oh shit it's ridiculous. Yeah. Let's go for a ride down the camera to get some bullets. There can, was, can you um, check if that's recording? It's just the REC. Yes, yes. Yeah, perfect. I've seen... Um, It's ridiculous because America has been so creative on how they make their guns that I've seen one that fold. It's like a semi-automatic rifle that mm. folds down 
into about it's about that big, and it fits into your, the side of your uh, where you keep like your wallet and stuff in your phone and in the the small community center car center, center console that's the word for it right there and mm. you can literally go boom you flip 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 in within thirty seconds you've got yourself a gun that could kill a hundred people easily. Could you mm. imagine being a cop? That's why I would, before like you imagine being a cop where you just you pull someone over because they're speeding. Yeah. Next thing you know, you got a gun in your face and you're dead. Yeah. yeah. And and the reason why they have these guns, all of them, is because you have a gun. I wouldn't want to live in the same house with someone who has a gun if I don't have a gun. Oh, yeah, you I want one I mean? of those. What if you decide that you want to use yours and yeah. I have mine? Yeah. Like, and what a, how warped is that sense of thought that because you've got a gun, I have to have a gun? Well, you think about mm-hmm. it. Um, right now with all this toilet paper shit kicking up again. Is hey, it? Yeah, in the northern beaches, there's clear shelves. There's no toilet paper. I just showed you how the priorities are for people that would rather have a clean ass yeah. than to put food on their table. Like, how just come back is that? What, what is the reason? Just come back to Asia, getting, man. We just use water. People, yeah. It's, it's, water on a bucket. It's, shit. It's for, like the way I see it is that they want to have something that they're able to wipe their ass with. Because for them, it's like there's their level of like, yeah. I'm. If I'm able to wipe my ass, I'm still doing well. Mm. But I'm like, the Greeks have been doing well so far, mate. Have a bloody bidet, mate. Wash your ass, mate. You don't even need toilet paper. Japanese are over there laughing. Exactly. (sighs) They have the the automatic thing. Do you have any idea how satisfying it is? You go to to the toilet and you sit in the bidet, clean your bum. You're talking to a guy who was raised in Asia (laughs) for 24 years. (laughs) (laughs) He's got his his favorite bucket. Oh, man, we have a bucket right there at the house. I still remember the color of the bucket at at the house. (laughs) It's like the best thing ever. But then getting used to the paper and the the sandpapering of your thing. (laughs) Oh, God. That's why you make it. You got to get a minimum three to four ply. That's it, and that's the first one to go. <laughs> yeah, and then Ain't all no the rest four of them go. I'm like, mate, I've been in situations where I've been stuck in the toilet. Yeah, there's been either a paper napkins or newspaper. And trust me, if you're stuck between those two choices, or you even have newspaper, you'll be using it. I've yeah. done nature poos before. I've used leaves and dirt and stuff. If yeah. you need to go, you need to go. See, you have to use it. <laughs> we are animals. That's how we're supposed to do it. But pooping in the nature, in the wild, is so uncomfortable, man. Have you have you done it before? Oh, I've never know. needed to. Camping, this and that. How do you poop? Whenever we go camping, we go camping. You get a camping plastic site. bag with yeah. you. There's normally a camping site. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. But, yeah, pooping uh, in I've the wild. <laughs> I've been pooping in the wild. No, trust me, I've been in situations like I'm driving and I'm like, shit, I need to go. Yeah. And I'm like 30 minutes from anywhere like that has anything close to a toilet. So I have to stop on the side of the road, go to the toilet. And either A, I'm lucky to keep tissues or toilet paper in the car. Yeah. Or I'm like, I'm, I'm stuffed. I've got to use the thing. Use the mud. I've used, I'm not even joking. I've used underwear. I've used leaves. Yeah. Like when you have to do go how many fucking times are you shitting in the woods oh, <laughs> i've been stuck you're naming all the times that you've used a different thing but i've been stuck between a rock and a hard place many times <laughs> and then that's where you you learn to improvise oh, <laughs> but you've got to you've got to do what you've got to do man pretty much yeah yeah i, I don't know the toilet paper thing is crazy oh people are going that. crazy for it no, yeah. But see, that's one thing you said. Uh, is in people want to uh, want to it's part of sort of yeah reflect that you have keeping that fa- facade up mm. that you're doing the best. Yeah, yeah. 
But going on a deeper level, I think there's something with paper by itself as well, because I can't live in a room where without a tissue box for many purposes. Mm. Um, <laughs> but uh, there's something about paper. <laughs> so, I love you. I mean, where, where many purposes. It's hidden in the tissue box for a reason. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, uh, it's on the side there. That's too far away from your bed, though. Woody's, oh, that, Woody's that's from, the one that's, from, uh, I think, is that from Cole's brand, isn't it? That's Woody's. He's got that iPad set up like this. Yeah. He must just stand there. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's something about paper. Um, there's something about wiping things with paper. Just That sort of clean, yeah. it gives you that feeling of yeah, I, 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 yeah. I have read an article somewhere that it's the science of having paper as a safety net. Uh, as in, When there's no other option, you have something to sort of clean the house with, wipe mm. your ass with, just have something there. In the like house. I understand and the part, like because pasta starting to go again and mm. rice is starting to go again. But I'm like, ha- don't you have like enough toilet paper? Yeah, stored up. But from- purchasing in bulk quantities that's that doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's, that's the thing. Good, that's that's the whole like, the whole COVID thing is really sort of made mm-hmm. clear how humans yeah react it's really given us um, exactly a, a clear picture of where this is headed like um, I, i've said before i think like december january we're going through bushfires and everyone's talking about how mm-hmm. we need to come together as a community and we mm-hmm. need to help each other out march hits and everyone's fighting over toilet paper and like yeah like old ladies are like standing in the aisles not able to get the necessities that they need to get yeah. because they're cleared so that i mean that's what humans are really about it's yeah. self-centered and about yourself yeah people are buying baby wipes yeah for normal tissue pups people just buying things because they don't they don't even need them I, i'll tell you right now and this is probably very uh, it's probably one of the most controversial things i always mention to people mm-hmm. is that if it came down to it and we needed food or anything like that requires for example people who are vegetarian pescatarian vegan mm. and they were stuck in a position where they were required to have some sort of meat or something you're even though they say no 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 you'd have to you'd have to and it's like when you get put in a room and they've done multiple trials on this where they put people in a room and eventually they they're they it goes down to their raw instincts where they're like it's the need for survival and it goes down to is like i have to i need to eat this otherwise i'm going to die some people might be that hard-headed and won't eat it and then they'll pass out and they they might die yeah. But ninety nine percent of the time, we will be like, "I need, I have to." At the end of the day, I need sustenance to yeah. survive. It's crazy, mm. and it go, this is just a very small part of like how the human mind works. We've we've adapted so much, but as soon as things get taken away from us, yeah, that's when everything's like, "No, I need this. I need that. Give me this. Give me that." I need stuff. guns. It's crazy. It's mm. absolutely nuts. Yeah, but it, it gets it shows you the true picture. Yeah. Well, it's like did the gun sales spiked during did it in America. <laughs> they were buying guns like we were buying toilet paper. Yeah, because at the end of the day, who has the guns are the ones that are going to survive. Yeah, but what's good? Uh, what good has happened with the uh, with the pandemic? In, what I see is apps like uh, Uber Eats. They really help restaurants. Like pandemic was did ha- it happened? Um, well, you we see couldn't stop adaptability. it. Adaptability. Yeah, and restaurants could survive to a certain extent because we had the apps and they didn't have to shut down even though we had a lockdown. Working from home. 
That was mm-hmm. never. That so was most, thing. So most businesses, that wasn't even a thought. Yeah. Like, yeah. But now they're like, you know what? We don't have to have so much space in the office. Uh-huh. We can reduce our size. We can have people at home. You're yeah. not having to travel every day. Mm-hmm. People are a bit happy because you're not having to. You're not spending an hour to get to work. Yeah. You're spending eight hours there and then an hour coming back. You just. Yeah. You know, yeah. Spending more time with family. It's yeah. at home. Yeah. It's just well, what if shaping the way of life? But possibilities. Also, yeah. Yeah, at the same time, it also sh- it also helps you grow with that new path as well because now yeah. that you're spending more time with the family, you might be arguing and bickering and whatever you're doing. Exactly, yeah. But it shows you that because now you, it's a new hurdle that you can learn and grow Something from as well. Yeah. yeah. But looking at all aspects of life, yes, you have to spend more time with family, but then again, like Justin said, you have more arguments there. What about people who live alone? Or, yeah, you know, well, that's, that's more isolation. One of the big impacts of COVID was people being at home and not getting the support they needed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, people that are already struggling with their mental health and then now they're at home. Yeah. They're not able to see friends that may have been that sort of structure yeah. around them and then, you yeah. know, falling by the wayside. And you can, you can check for Google Trends uh, as in what people search for during the pandemic. Uh, people search for help for depression, for mental illnesses, organizations like Beyond Blue, they just, um, mm-hmm. you know, they were um, they were contacted by people who never even thought yeah. about contacting them. Because now you're alone with your thoughts, you're not yeah. busy doing other stuff. And I quit as well for smoking and drinking and quitting that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, I've seen ads about reducing the drinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The, the, mm-hmm. The, they've done that. And I'm not sure if you guys know, but um, Australia has one of the best advertisements in the world. See, you keep using advertisements. Yeah. I've been trying to teach you. You say it's advertisements. Advertisements. No, I'm going to say advertisements. Okay, what about advertise? That's advertise, yeah. Not advertise? That's not advertise. (laughs) You turn the fan on. Can you uh, turn the knob there? No. No, that just makes it. This one? No, just up. Yep. Push it up. Perfect. That's it. This is all these fancy knobs. What's this one do? Oh, is that part of that? That's the part of that, yeah. Think it oh, does it make noise? It, it makes noise, but that's okay. We can we can turn it on for a bit. That's fine. And I'll turn it off. It's a bit, that's you're gonna hear. Are you really hot? Yeah, it's quite warm in here. It is. I think it's because of three people in uh, the same setting. It's the first time, we've had three people in this room. No, the second time. <laughs> yeah, um, but I, I was really uh, getting into this thing. Uh, you you uh, sort of took my momentum there. That, yes. So mental illnesses, they're coming into light. People are contacting these organizations. On the other hand, I also feel like we're being made to function like robots. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not really trying to die, bring this back to the topics we thought of initially discussing. However, I sometimes feel like, think about it. We first had the pager. Like it was like a small device. You send messages. Then we had the telephone. Oh, sorry, the telephone came first where it's a, it's a fixed landline device, right? Then you had the pager, sort of mobility there. Then you had uh, the um, mobile phone, where you're walking around, you can essentially contact anyone anywhere in the world as long as, as they have service. What next is your mind talking to someone else's mind? It's happening. It will happen. We're being sort of programmed that way. And the fact that we have, we've started working from home the fact that we don't leave our house no more. We go into meetings via Zoom call, essentially with a screen. You don't know half of your teammates. Mm-hmm. We're being made uh, functional like robots. Are you saying well. they're putting a microchip in the vaccine for COVID? Is that what you're implying? 
Is that what you're implying? I, I don't know. <laughs> that, that could essentially happen. But do you not agree that we are sort of being made to function like robots? But we, that's, what, that's what we were made to do anyway. We're made to, it starts from a school level. You're just trained to sit down, be quiet, mm-hmm. learn. And then you go into, then you get trained to go into a job and do the exact same thing. So yeah. it's not much different to how it already was. But it's taking yeah. your emotions away. It's like you're setting your emotions away. Well, this is, which is what because schooling the, and stuff was to do. But anyway. even then, uh, regardless of what you say at school, uh, you learn something in the school, something or the other. Like it's, it's a place to learn. It's You're still sort of scratching your emotion there, um, but there's a requirement to learn. But what I'm saying is this was a revolutionary year because all so many of our emotions, especially human touch, um, and talking to a live person was taken away. And uh, I feel like we're slowly headed there. And I was listening to this Joe Rogan episode about um, aliens as well. I'm not trying to shift the topic back, but... Um, okay, we covered robots, not aliens. What do you got for us? <laughs> you know how um, aliens we see in the movies have this... Um, they have a very warped body and they mm-hmm. don't have hair. And they're sort of like... They're, they're, they look like robots, but... A bit like you. Of, <laughs> but, but sort of not. Um, what are the chances that will be that high, in my opinion, especially when we have some certain things in, inserted into our brain where we can... Well, ha- have it. you watched Wally, that that no. um, oh, Pixar movie? Yeah, that mm-hmm. Oh, that's such a dark movie. Where it's like a, it's a kid's movie about mm-hmm. like a robot that everyone has left Earth and they're on like this big ship floating around yeah. in space. Mm-hmm. And there's this robot that's cleaning up the Earth. Mm-hmm. But when they travel to the ship, all the people are like, obese and they've got no like the legs are short and their arms are short because they're being moved around and made to do things like on like a it's like a trolley thing or whatever yeah it's it's just everything's moved around they're interacting just basically no one was ever getting off the actual their actual trolley yeah and if Mm. you fall off the trolley like a robot comes and puts you back on it shit Mm -hmm. yeah and it's a kid's movie but like that's obviously our bodies adapt to whatever situation we're in so if we're always sitting down even like our thumbs are changing to because we're using phones yeah like the Mm -hmm. human body adapts so if we're just going to be sitting at home doing work on a computer then yeah our bodies might yeah and one day it's going to become natural for you to Mm -hmm. talk to someone just via the screen yeah like uh the other day uh darcy was mentioning that there is a watch party thing on disney as well so you can watch um cartoons with another family at a certain location yeah sounds fun like that's creepy as hell yeah Yeah. i mean who knows what's gonna go on sounds fun (laughs) but in the other dimension it's like what are you what are you doing like really you can't really meet up and then watch a party watch a movie together yeah just go to the cinemas Mm-hmm. Well, that's a, the whole argument about social media is that it's actually making people more distant mm. than the idea of it was to bring people together. But you're having so many superficial sort of friends and conversations, yeah. whereas mm-hmm. before it would have been like you have like 10 friends, but you have 10 deep like connections. Yeah. yeah. Now it's, you've got 300 friends and you don't know any of them. Yeah. And you're not really interacting with people around you because... Uh, I guess in 1995, the attention span was three minutes, 45 seconds or something for an average person. Now it's 45 seconds. Like we can't really focus on We like quick action packed moments. Yeah. And you're missing so many things around you. Well, Um, you look at the way, think about how movies have changed. They're 
they're all sight like CGI. They're very like mm-hmm. impactful. Where mm-hmm. there's always something moving. Whereas olden day movies, they were just like a proper like movie. Yeah. They were just acting movie, mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. yeah, they were just a straight up movie, and you'd be able to watch that whole thing. Now, if yeah. I try and watch a movie back then, I'd uh-huh. be like, mm. this thing's going so slow. Yeah, yeah. There's so and the scenes as well. Like it's it's and I'll show you the difference between the two. You watch? Have you watched Shawshank Redemption? I have. Yeah. So, oh yeah. Shawshank Redemption. It's such a long, prolonged movie. It's so good, but it captivates you all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And each of the scenes really kind of pulls you in because they're so long. And then you look at the movies now, and it's just bang, 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 bang. So, so much changes. Now, when they released the most recent John Wick movie, mm. it was all bang, 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 mm. fast paced. And then the final fight scene was just constant fighting it was just really dragged on and it just goes to show you that like because mm. it's so dragged on it, it was the one thing that everyone picked up and they said that why is this so, just yeah. finish the fight already why yeah. are you fighting mm. for so long because everyone was so used to such a short period of time where fight should be bang 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 do a flip kick slap to the head they fall over because yeah. that's what we're used to yeah but now when they they just threw that little subtle thing in there it's what people picked up on they're mm. like why is this what's going on here i don't like this yeah and it's crazy because old school movies they go for longer but they're so nice you're into it yeah into it you feel like you're part of the the movie because there's an actual generally there's an actual storyline there where you're you got to sit there and listen to what they're saying because Mm -hmm. if you miss out you're going to miss out what's going to happen 100 percent at the end you blink an eye and it's gone yeah so so many things which is a lot of people what was that movie uh the irishman uh huh. Yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of people were complaining about yeah. that because it was just so slow. It, yeah, <laughs> it was a Shawshank type movie or um, one of those 1990s type movies that came out in 2019, and it was just so hard to watch. I yeah. agree. Yeah, it was hard to it watch. Makes but, sense. What, what but if that say? would have come out 20 or 30 years ago, everyone would have been like, "Oh, this yeah. is a great movie." It's yeah. There's so much to it. it yeah, the tensions are just declining like crazy. And to be honest, long form podcasts like these. Do you think anyone's gonna really sit there and watch three guys talking for three hours? Rare. I think I think the thing with podcasts now and mu- music in general is that people just like something playing in the background, yeah, yeah. while yeah. they're doing other tasks. One hundred percent, yeah. Because that comes back to attention. You can't you can't focus on your one task that whole time. Yeah. So you need something else that you can sort of yeah hit true. back on to focus you back on your thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sit back and relax while they're sit, playing. Yeah, so you're yeah. doing whatever, and then you sit. You you're hearing other stuff, and then you're like, okay, well now, I'm, yeah, get back to task. So mm-hmm. it's like yeah. a, a moment just to yeah of downtime, yeah. which I guess ties in with you know that time time attention span that mm-hmm. you know people just can't pay attention. No, not anymore. And like, let's be honest, can you really watch a three hour movie in one sitting? I used to be able to, but yeah. not anymore because there's bloody there's Lord my, of the Rings is like nine hours long if you want to yeah. watch the whole yeah. damn thing. Yeah, and like the phone's ringing, there's a notification there. Oh, Facebook, what, let's check yeah. what's happening there. And then I can't gone. sit. I can't sit down. But mm. look how they have adapted to that because now, before you couldn't do that, you had to switch around, and now you can multitask on the iPhone. You can hold, you can drag over, pull Netflix out. And then let it, it see goes up in yeah. on the box. screen. And now you can open something else. You can play a game on your phone. You can go on Facebook and also watch it at the same time. Yeah. So you can be captivated between the two to try and so you can pull between them. Mm. 
And it's crazy because before you couldn't do that. No. Yeah. Just imagine if you threw Scarface in, in the mix. That's like a three hour movie. Yeah. It's an amazing movie. Uh-huh. I've watched it so many times. Yeah. I'll watch it again in a heartbeat. Yeah. Say hello you do- to my little friend. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it just goes for so long. long. It goes for so long. Same yeah. as, um, what's that other movie that I love? Uh, Blood In, Blood Out. Have you watched oh, that? Oh, my God. That is, a, that is an amazing it movie. It's like, it's three cousins that are that grow up together. Uh-huh. And then one of them, one one's like a, a bad boy. And then the there's another one that's like the good kid sort yeah. of thing. And then they get caught doing something illegal and mm-hmm. they get arrested. And then the bad boy goes off to um, the army mm. or the navy or something. And the bat and the good one goes to jail, and then you just mm. see how their lives change and develop. Yeah, that mm. way. So you should you should watch it. But that's another three-hour movie. And who's playing? I don't know about that. Um, no idea. It's a good movie. Yeah. There, there's another one, Lost in Translation. It's a movie based in Japan. Watch it. Sounds familiar. Yeah. I've heard of it. I've I've probably, it's probably been one of those movies where like I'd, I'd throw it on. Because oh yeah, you add to the list of things that you should be watching. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like Scarlett Johansson and this other guy, I don't know his name, but they meet in Japan and uh, Scarlett is with her boyfriend. Um, so this guy is there for a, uh, to shoot an advertisement. Um, and so he's, a big, he's a big American <laughs> movie star. And basically nothing happens in that movie. It's just two people. Um, there is no uh, physical intimacy. Mm-hmm. Um, they just talk. They're, they're exploring Japan quite a bit. Sorry, Tokyo um, in Japan. Um, nothing happens. But a lot of people now in 2020 would not get it because it's like it's a movie, but nothing's happened. What, what, what's happening? Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? The name of the movie says it all, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Lost in translate. Yeah. Pretty and, much. Kind of like you're expecting something to happen, but it's not really happening. Yeah. It's like when you watch those movies, I watched a movie recently and it was getting really, really intimate. And in my mind, the first thing was, is like, when are they going to hook up? And then they don't hook up. I know. And yeah. the movie ends. And I'm like, really? Yeah. And it's like, because you, you've painted this picture because you're so used to something happening. Yeah. yeah. And when it doesn't, you're like, well, that was stupid. Exactly. It's like you're being programmed. You've, yeah. You have been programmed. Yeah. It's just like, it's taking you out of the norm. Mm. Boy, just hook up already. <laughs> just do it <laughs> but, but i guess it's uh one of these problems we talk about but every generation has it because we haven't been back in time we think that this is uh we've been turned into robots i'm guilty i sometimes i'm very um um i question i'm very pragmatic in terms of what's being told and then should i follow this or not why is it being told but then i guess it's a problem of every generation uh, maybe people in 1915 had a different kind of problem but right? i guess how does this attention thing impact on how you learn would be the thing we have now started fishing for knowledge instead of creating wisdom mm. like it's so easy to go to google and just search for something and just gain the information and that's it yeah but how are we sitting down or researching contributing to the knowledge database on the internet well you think about you if you used to have to do a, a thing in the past mm. you'd have to go to the library and you'd have to search through hundreds of books to try and find yeah. oh, the answer and, to the thing that you wanted. Yeah, and as as a scholar, you, yeah. what you would do with the knowledge you've accumulated is create a mechanism for someone else to get that you, knowledge. You would write your own book with the condensed version of things that you've learned. Yeah. Now you just type in a half, you know, like an incomplete sentence into Google and it gives you a <laughs> hundred things that match yeah. what, to what you wanted to say. That that song that goes... Bah, 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 yeah, bah, bah, and then it just comes up. And it goes, yeah. pulls it up. It's so funny. <laughs> 
Oh, I think that like what do you call it? They did um, a small snippet. I saw it on Facebook uh-huh. where it was like uh, things that people ask Google. Yeah, and yeah. they're always <laughs> the stupidest things. It's like hairbrush for my my toy poodle, and <laughs> and, the, and then it shows this person pulling out papers. It's like here are the searches for brushes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And gives it if to Google like, was a guy. And they're yeah. like, oh, cool. Yeah, it's if Google was a guy. And then it goes up that um I. I'm looking for the dark web and he like puts a, a hoodie on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but oh. Google 3D helped um, in in the search for knowledge, mm. search for information, sorry. But it makes it so, it doesn't make it too easy. No, why not? Like what are you what are you actually taking on? You're looking for an answer for something that yeah. you're having right then and there, but are you yeah. actually learning anything? Well, you, you're learning a fact. Maybe you're learning a certain um, concept. But uh, yeah, but, but, well, what's your definition of learning there? Because when you search for something, you're basically taking that information. In. Yeah, but are you able to, like, what, what what do you actually know about it? Like, what have you actually learned about that fact? Mm-hmm. Like, have you, because if you needed to find out what that thing was previously, you had to know how to open a book and how to use an index and how to yeah. search mm-hmm. through it and read and and not just get an answer straight away, but you would learn other things while you were sort of on that journey. Yeah. So I guess, yeah. what are you actually learning? Mm. Yeah. Well, in that way, what is, what is straight what do straight facts actually teach you? Yeah. They don't. It's it's a fact. It's a fact. That's it. That can't really it is what it is. It. Yeah. But if you're having to read an entire paragraph about how they came across that, mm-hmm. or how they how they researched it, then you're actually mm-hmm. learning something valuable. Yeah. So the background and the backbone of how uh, a fact was uh, yeah. made. Yeah. And it happens to me at work a lot. You have someone asking a question and then the person just gives them a yes or a no answer. Yes, that's correct. No, that's not correct. But don't give the information because for them, they know the answer is this, but they don't know the facts behind why that yeah. is. And it's easy as, okay, the reason why the sky is blue is because it's the reflection of the sun rays against blah, 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 and that's the reason. And then bang, the person now knows the knowledge and yeah. also knows the answer. Yeah. And it's not, and that's the reason why I don't like using Google a lot of the time because it will give you the straight answer. Yeah. Mm. But it doesn't give you the information behind exactly. why that answer yeah. is. Yeah. How that was made. Because that yeah. will give you so much more context yeah. and yes. it creates a conversation behind it as well. And then that mm. way you can kind of bounce off it and be like, yeah. someone else gives you some extra information about it. You're like, mm. oh, did you know X also adds to and now Y? You're, and now you're building your knowledge mm. rather than just knowing that this thing is this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Google has helped in a certain extent to learn, just uh, going back well, to that point. It's, it's, it's changed the way we learn too. Yeah. yeah. Because I really want to focus on that definition of learn. You're learning a fact. Like the, the most innate definition of learning is to acquire new information, yeah. right? So you're doing that. That's happening. But yeah, I completely agree. Like what are we doing with that? Are we creating? Yeah. yeah. There's only a few, um, there's a set of individuals and organizations in the world who are creating um, the content and the the wealth and certain rules in society that we follow, and that's uh, that's alarming. Apparently, only eight people in the world control sixty five percent of the wealth. Four of them are, are Americans, and for the rest, four are from different parts of the world. Such a huge divide in wealth, and um, where are we headed with this? Is the question. Well, it's also if you just get the fact, mm. how do you know that that's the fact without reading 
what went into getting yeah. that fact. Yeah. How do you know the fact is true? Yeah. How, <laughs> do, you, how do you know the like fact is true? Fact- they might check they, Google. They might, just, <laughs> they might just take a fact out of a paragraph that is talking against that. Yeah. Like, how do you know what's no, like true? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, there's only one way to know. To meditate. Yeah. Just close your eyes and just let it be. That, that doesn't teach you shit. But, you, that. but here's the thing. You don't need to learn about everything. You don't need you to just, know yeah. about everything. But if you do want to know about a certain topic... Mm. Yeah, I really want to take a break uh, as in not for the podcast, but uh, yeah, I'm getting sick of this too. Is it time to go home yet? Yeah, fuck you. Uh, I really want to take a break as in you know, just switch off for about 10 or 12 days, just do Mm. absolutely nothing. I mean, I'm pretty sure we're getting plenty done. Well, when you think about it, nothing is still something. I'm just saying, yeah, (laughs) that's the thing. Yeah, you're doing something, but it's literally that's what's so funny. It's like, I just don't want want to do nothing. I'm like, you're doing nothing is actually something, it's something that you do. Something is always something, yeah, (laughs) no, true. Um, the camera stopped recording. Um, yeah. Did it go flat? Yeah, it did go flat, but that's okay. Can you turn that uh, pick, uh, the camera yeah, I'll towards you and I? Adjust it so it... Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll wrap up now. Yes, the like, two best people. I mean, we haven't talked about anything yet. Yeah. It's, no, that, that's, that's okay. We've, talked about learning, but... we've, we've sort of touched on really interesting ones. Let's talk about Sahil. Sahil, what may... Let's talk, yeah, let's talk about aliens. Sorry. No. Um, <laughs> are, are aliens real? I do believe <laughs> there's someone out there. It's very self-centered to think that we're the only people. Oh, in yeah, the 100%. Universe. I mean, how many universes are there? There's, there's thousands. There's, Could be, potentially. It's, you know what's crazy is that we can only see as far as the seeable universe, mm, and then yeah. after that, we can't even see it. Yeah. yeah. And... With the big, like, and they even, they, it's still um, been argumented as well, but the Big Bang, that the universe is ever expanding yeah. from, like, a, a certain point. Mm. So, at the point, we can only see this far, and we don't even know what's even further than that, yeah. because we don't even have the capability to even look that far. Yeah. And it's crazy, because for us to even get from where we are to that point where we can see is something that is just not possible. Yeah, and mm. when you look at it, the the closer you get to traveling, because if, even if we could travel at the speed of light, the faster they, uh, the way they explain is like the closer you get to the speed of light, the slower time gets. Mm. So even if we say we got to that point in time, yeah, and it took us ten seconds, the amount of time it actually takes the, the light years by the time we got back, and it's ten, it's twenty seconds. Earth probably is gone. It's 300 million years have passed because time's slow for us, but for everyone else, time is still progressing as as time is. Yeah. And it's it's just boggles my mind. Do you think we're a rock floating around, perfectly distant away from a star to give life? And there are how many stars? Millions. Exactly. You're like, we're in one Milky Way universe, and then in that universe, there's like, millions of other universes yeah, yeah. and i'm like and how do how we can you say that we're the only mm-hmm. uh, sentient being in this whole entire exactly yeah world. i mean how do we how how, how can we be adamant mm-hmm. that out of millions of stars earth is the only place exactly where but where humans can survive here's the thing when we think about aliens we think about aliens that are traveling around the universe they could just be exactly like us just uh-huh. sitting in the bedroom doing a podcast yeah, yeah, in some other Pretty universe. Yeah. Exactly. 100%. So there's no, there's no, you know, 
You see, by definition, we are aliens for someone out yeah. there who's not of this world. You've been smoking some shit a lot. Yeah, man. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, what, what I'm saying what's is... What's in that fucking jewel thing of yours? <laughs> no, what I'm saying is we are aliens for someone out there yeah. in another universe. Someone is out there thinking the same thing that we're yeah. thinking. But do you sometimes feel like aliens, they've, they're sort of focusing on how we're progressing as well because I did a bit of research on this. You're the only one. <laughs> the the biggest military power in the world mm-hmm. the usa twelve thousand ufo sightings three of them approved by the u.s navy seal more than four thousand in the year around the military bases and uh, the uh, the u.s navy headquarters and the pentagon as well do you think they're monitoring uh, these things um, as in how we're progressing in terms of uh, firepower you mean aliens looking at us saying how are they doing down there yeah Potentially. Yeah. Or is it just military uh, forces doing tests yeah. with things that we don't know that they have? No, the US Navy SEAL has um, officially confirmed that three um, UFO sightings um, were not uh, from the US military service. And at the same time, you've got to think about it. UFO stands for Unidentified Flying Object, mm. of course. It's unidentified. They don't know what it is. Could be anything. Yeah. It could be anything. And as I said, it could be something from outside of Earth, or it could just be mm. someone just fucking around. Yeah, yeah. And just being like, look, look at this. And on top of it, because we have so much capability with like CGI mm. yeah. and stuff, it is so easy to fake and doctor an image saying, look at this. This has happened. That is so true. But no one will say it's true or real unless it's in front of them. That's why so many people don't believe in mm. something until it's right in front of their face mm. and this and i see it as well as like with religion with like aliens everything it's like people don't a lot of people don't believe in something because they don't see it for themselves yeah. because it hasn't happened directly to them yeah. so whenever someone says no this is true and they get into this super in-depth story and they're like where's your proof mm. they show my photo oh, that could be a fake yeah because it had it's not in front of them I go like this. Yeah, look at this. It's but right every, in front of you. Everyone has their yeah. own sort of truth. Yeah. So just like the way that you're brought up, all your values and stuff, that whatever you think is that's true to you. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what you do to try and change that. You might not be able. You you can't. Yeah. Can you imagine like it's like thinking that the world is flat. That's another rabbit hole. But like, <laughs> but, here's, but here's the thing: to that person, yeah, that yeah. is true. And mm-hmm. there, and you saying that it's round is as ridiculous as them saying it's flat to exactly. you. Exactly. Yeah. Because people have different perceptions. And That's the thing. Experiences. So yeah. People are yeah. so you know, that that one thing is so true to them that it's ridiculous for you to think otherwise. Oh, have you heard the one where they said uh, a person was saying that the International Space Station, all the photos they take a photo of the Earth mm-hmm. is with a fisheye lens. Oh, <laughs> That's why it looks it round. Look like. <laughs> Cool. Oh I'm like, God. what the hell were you smoking for you to believe that story? I'm sorry, but it just, just doesn't make it's sense. It's just so silly. I'm like, like out of all the things, why would you say it's a fisheye lens? Like out of yeah. all the photos that yeah. ever been taken of the Earth, just makes you're it saying round, that they all said that they've taken it with a fisheye lens. Like exactly. a fisheye lens has only ever been introduced recently. Yeah, and now they're like. Fisheye lens. Got to make it look round. Yeah. And NASA released a statement as well to, for people who believe the Earth is uh, flat that 
more than 60,000 people working as astronauts uh, for NASA, for organizations that, that have been to space, and every person associated with taking a picture of the galaxy and the Earth, they're mm. all lying. It's like, uh, so it's essentially calling science and uh-huh. people who, like a majority, like more than 70,000 people liars, mm. essentially. It's like, and, and what is the lie being made for? It's not really contributing to anything. It's, it's either the world is flat or round. But mm. uh, you know, global change, uh, climate change is still going to happen. Um, yeah, yeah, people are still going to die. People are going to be born. And they were saying as well, um, one of the biggest things to debunk the flat Earth theory was that they had pillars, um, and they said that if the Earth was flat and you had the sun and the sun didn't essentially like move then you wouldn't have the shadow the shadow would always just be um within um a small um like frame around the like a circle around it circle around it pointing straight down it'd be Mm. pointing straight down to follow the earth the shadow would uh, determine the length and Mm. where the sun was moving and it was just so interesting to to see the difference because if you had the shadows you can um, see it moving in an actual circle it moves yeah, in the you can. It's, yeah. it's so interesting to see how how a shadow pretty much debunks a lot of it. But then yeah. again, you still have people that don't believe in those stone cold facts. Yeah, and they just go and, and just push against it. Yeah, but there's something about being rebellious as well. People want to challenge the status quo. That's why oh, they're like, always. oh no. Nah. Well, what they have to do is send the main flat earther uh-huh. up in um, up into space to see for it. Just to see it. And make them go all and make them around. go around. Mm. Yeah. I guess that that's the only way of doing it. You can't really prove them wrong, to be honest. If someone believes in something, they if believe, they believe in it. They believe. Yeah. There's no it's, it's not That's what I said is that people won't believe something unless it's right in front of yeah. them. And they will stand their ground no matter what until they're proven wrong. But in a lot of yeah. cases, even if it is right in front of them, yeah. they won't. They'll they'll find something to debunk it because in and the and like even more controversial than aliens is with religion. Yeah, a lot of a lot of faiths is that they stand behind. It's like no, it's true, it's real. Like it's one of those things where you you stand behind your faith, mm. but they're like the people who like the atheists. They're saying, "Well, show me that they're real," and yeah. then that whole conversation starts, and it just becomes that big massive argument. But they're like, okay, I want you to show me that your God's real. They're like, oh, he's mm. there with us all the time. Yeah, we've got stories yeah, and books. And yeah, books and stuff like that with the Bible and all the things that were done. And then you have the people saying, you know, I want you to show me your stone cold proof right now mm. that your God exists. Mm. And that's when and can't you have that chance to write. Yeah. And you can't you can't really show it because it's it's essentially a faith. Yeah. Mm. And you're standing behind it that you you believe your God is real. Yeah. And the faith behind them is what's uh, justifies that person being real, and yeah. depending on the religion, that that faith and the things that happen behind that religion will be prevalent to that person mm. and to that religion that they're supporting. Yeah. But, but the that's is, so controversial. The problem is that people can't live. People don't like living together with things that they don't believe in, mm. which yeah. is where those clashes happen. Yeah. Mm. So why can't? everyone have their own faith and own belief system and just get along yeah yeah so you can't because people tag these forces or higher faith as gods because you know how sometimes when you're in a you're in deep mess you're in a sticky situation and you're let's say you're out on the road um your tire is gone and someone stops and helps you out 
you know how thankful you become yeah you're like, you're oh, like you're a godsend <laughs> yeah like you ask for their name and you're like thank you so much i'm always going to remember you give you give them money or yeah. do something about it that's what people are doing it's it's like they've been through shit and mm. a force believing in something has mm. helped them out yeah and they're like i want to give you a name yeah i wanted to call you something and that's um and that's that's what we um we were taught back home as well that you know there's like 40 40 million gods in uh, in the hindu uh religion mm. but yeah um like justin said i only believe in one thing that's uh, that's a higher yeah. force out there but it's when it impacts other people mm. so look you can believe or not believe what you want but don't shit on other people basically yeah, yeah. And just because you do believe or you don't believe doesn't mean that you're a shitter person mm. or that you're a better yeah. person. It's each to their own. People are just shit, to be honest. Anyway, yeah. It doesn't matter what yeah. you do or what you believe in. People are assholes. And yeah. you can't change that. And some people are assholes to a certain, you know, that's to a detrimental state. Like yeah. they, they're, mur- they're murderers or rapists or pedophiles. Other people are just, uh, you know, yeah. coffee shop assholes. There's different levels of assholes. Yeah. Yeah. You've like got Jackson. a Saturday morning asshole. And it, do you know, it's actually so interesting to try and understand why the people were to their detriment, like the murderers and why they do yeah. the things that they do. Yeah. That's why I told you to watch the show Mindhunter. Uh-huh. Because yeah, it divulges. So have you watched that? It, it really, like, it's a detective who divulges into understanding why murderers do what they do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And oh, it just blows your mind because they... They they go into detail and they explain why they do it, mm-hmm. and it's so interesting because for them they see it as normal yeah. that yeah. they do it because that this is the things that they believe in. Yeah. When they the vast majority believe yeah. that you shouldn't be doing that, mm. which I agree with. You shouldn't be doing that. Like, why should you take another person's life? Yeah, that's a no go. But yeah, I don't yeah. believe taking someone else's life and then taking their life should be justified because that person sh- shouldn't be given the easy way out yeah i believe they should be kept in a position where kept in they need to learn they need to learn they need to atone and understand why they've made that mistake or why it was a bad thing. but the problem with a lot of prison systems is that there's none of that they they mm. call them rehabilitation but it's yeah. not no basically you go into prison and there's more access to that stuff yeah because you're in there with other people that are the same way. Kind of reinforces yeah. each other. It's reinforcing the same thing. Whereas a lot of countries, there's a there's Norway. I think there's a country overseas that has more of a rehabilitation and they're actually yeah. in like a hotel, more of a hotel center. And they actually go to sessions and talk and learn mm. and do stuff where mm. they're actually... They're actually well, recovering. That's the thing. Because yeah. that, that's what it is. Unless you're working on it, it's not going to get any better. Yeah, yeah. If you're just chucking them into a a cell all they're going to do is dwell on when they get out and when they can just yeah i hate the system basically see um with the rehabilitation thing some prisons or some countries uh, have this uh, thing about making an example of someone who's committed a crime that could go either the best way possible or the worst way possible the best thing could be you know if you're if you introduce a certain um law that punishes a certain criminal um, in a way that others don't do it then that, that, that's fine but in certain cultures stoning or just you know torturing um, just to make an example yeah, yeah that's uh, I guess uh, linking to Justin's point people 
make mistakes. Some people make an undeniably um, unforgivable mistake, like committing yeah. a crime. But that should never happen again. And that's how uh, I think organizations and crime, um, what do you call it? Jails should um, should make their laws and the, the, just the process. Of but they need to do someone. it in a way that, because to, to mean that it doesn't happen again, you have to find out why it happened. Yeah. But a lot of cases, they don't find out why it happened. They just throw them in there. Yeah. Which is why when most prisoners get out, they re-offend and they're back in there straight away. Mm. Yeah. Whereas countries where they do a lot more rehabilitation and they give them skills to learn, yeah. when they get out, they've got these skills now. They know what happens when they get angry. They know yeah. how to deal with those situations. Yeah. They're a lot better off. They're yeah. not going to go back in because they've learned. Mm. That's what they need to like do. Like the Shawshank Redemption, um, the yeah. guy um, who gets out of prison after many... The old, 30, yeah, the old man. And he kills himself. Kills himself because what is he going to do? Yeah. yeah. He's, he couldn't, in, he's been in prison so long, he doesn't have any yeah. knowledge of the outside world. Mm. He couldn't deal with it. Exactly. Yeah. But that's what happens. If you're not, if you're not actively helping them, mm. I mean, look, mo- most people will look down on the idea of helping someone that's yeah. going to prison for something mm. because they're like, oh, you, you're an idiot, you know, some junkie or whatever, you deserve to be there. But unless we're helping them out, they're not going to help themselves. No. And to add to that, do you remember the Bali Nine? Yeah. That was probably the, the most controversial thing ever. What's the Bali Nine? So basically, there's a whole bunch of people who got sent to prison because they were trafficking drugs. Okay. Heroin or something. Yeah. Into yeah. Bali or and out from Bali. Two, uh, two of the guys were in there for years and years. Was it five or was it nine years we were in there for? Would have been more than nine because yeah. they were... They a couple of them only got executed two years ago. Or something. Yeah. So basically, what happened was they were in there for so long, and they mm. had proof that they had been rehabilitated, that yeah. they were helping the community, trying, showing that they had right, they fixed their wrongs, that they knew that what they did was mm. wrong. But the president of Kodo, I think his name is. Yeah. He was like, no, I have a zero tolerance to oh. to that crime. You're dying. And they, they got killed, even though Australia tried so hard to, to be like, no, just bring them over here. Yeah. We'll we'll sort them out. It's fine. Like and they rehabilitated, like they're not the same people. But he, he wanted to prove a point, saying, No, I have a zero tolerance hmm. on it. And he executed them. But it had a worse effect yeah. than a positive one. Mm-hmm. Because all it did was have people scared of that yeah. prisoner. Because I'm like, you shouldn't never justify killing a person ever mm. because you should be rehabilitating them yeah. not just saying sorry too bad you're yeah. never going to change done yeah mm. i don't care i i believe that it's zero tolerance so you didn't want to follow me i'm the ruler you're just a, a peon in my plan yeah i'm going to use like your accordingly. it's ridiculous. philippines where he just he executes drug traffickers yeah and what his son his got name? caught oh yeah I don't remember. I don't know because he set this precedent of, you know, hard time in jail and yeah. execution. So his son got caught. So his son got caught. And then I don't um, know. I don't. I, I never followed it up. But you probably look it up. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember back home, um, Bill Clinton, uh, the U.S. president, was made the biggest example in the world because uh, his daughter was caught in a speeding um, incident, mm. and then she was charged as per normal. But I wonder what, yeah, what that would happen there because it wouldn't take long for him to get it get it off yeah um, but but he, even then she was charged yeah but like you can't 
you have to face up to the shit that you've done. The law is for everybody. Yeah, it's, exactly. Yeah. And um, what about all the... I mean, there's so many cases where people have been sent to prison and they haven't done anything. Hmm. And they've been wrongly accused. That's, oh, the, that's the most heartbreaking thing, something that ever happened. It's like the entirety of your life gone to waste. The problem is that everyone that goes to prison says that they're innocent. No one's going to say that. So how do you... Oh, my God. Yeah. Go try and prove it. That's like... Yeah. But then when you say there's no parole, they don't even... They're not even given the chance to say, look, please relook at my case. Yeah. Like the evidence shouldn't be looked at because the way that the, like the evidence was looked at back then was so archaic. Yeah. When you look at it now, they might find something that yeah. makes the shows that they're innocent. But because they've been yeah. given life without parole, mm. they're not given that chance for the case to get relooked yeah. at. And Do it's so think- sad. Do you think it internally makes them a criminal once they're in that environment? Well, that's the thing. If you go into an environment with nothing but criminals, there's nothing else you can do but turn to a criminal. Mm. Like like the, the thought becomes... Well, that, that's the yeah. thing. You have to survive. There's cases where there was a guy that got sent to prison um, wrongfully. Mm-hmm. But while he was there, he was... Um, I think he was ambushed or something and he killed someone. So now oh. he's gone to prison wrongfully, mm. but he's killed someone in prison. So now he's in prison for that. He's become a murderer, yeah. basically. Yeah. yeah. So it's like you've he's the catalyst for him to go there was mm. incorrect, but now he's there because something bad's happened. Yeah. Yeah. That's the reason why they have tra- they have separate charges instead of a, you um, committed for murder, mm. you might get committed for manslaughter. Yeah. Because it was. Yeah, self-defense or accidental. So mm. they charge you for something that's a little bit less, not as strong severe, as a sentence, yeah. severe as yeah. murder, but still you're getting charged for something. It's still, yeah, it's still a crime. Yeah. Yeah, the severity of it is. Mm. And like in the US, prisons are just privately owned uh-huh. businesses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they get paid a lot of money to house prisoners, yeah. which is why they'll never fix their prison system because it works so well for... Mm-hmm. For money, yeah, that's it. That's it's all like, it comes down to. Yeah, and they say there's not enough space. Yeah, um, in the prison, so and they're not really expanding it or managing. They just build it. another one and have another privately owned yeah. prison. Yeah. Well, a lot of things are privately owned. Like the well, police forces are private security companies that are hired by the government to enforce the policies and the requirements to maintain the all the happiness, quo. the status yeah. quo. But if you take it away, and that's the reason why you find those random who cra- <laughs> call them crazies, it's like I'm not going to follow you. You're not. You're not actually the police. You're just a private security company. Mm-hmm. But you have to read really deeply into it to find that they actually are, because obviously mm-hmm. you can't just pull the government out of nowhere. Yeah. That's the reason why you've got to like get the degrees and everything to become a police officer, mm-hmm. so you can work within there to try and just kind of fit into that status quo. But it's so interesting because everything is pretty much like a private security yeah, company. Yeah. Like someone's greasing someone's palms and Always. making everything work. And obviously, it's you want to make sure everyone's getting paid very well. And yeah. that's why they get all these added benefits and stuff because, um, on top of it. And it's just kind of like, I feel like everyone should be the same. Like yeah. everyone should be getting these benefits that like, like firefighters and everything should get because mm. it should be help all not just some yeah even though they do what they do to yeah. help everyone should be treated fairly yeah essentially you know i remember i remember the first question um 
a cousin of mine asked me when I came to Australia, he's like, what do you think is the most respected job here? And I said, I don't know why I said the prime minister, but um, <laughs> I don't know why I said it. Bad answer, man. Everybody, yeah. everybody be hating that guy. Yeah. <laughs> he's in Hawaii now pretending the coronavirus yeah. isn't happening. <laughs> um, I, I did not know. And then um, he clarified that it's uh, a firefighter. And, and especially volunteer firefighters, like, mm. wow. Mm. Especially Dude, what, what would happen when, last year. when the bushfires were happening, this bloke's like, so how do we, um, do we just go out there and fight some fires? How do we, how do we help? Yeah, I, I really wanted to go. I he's like, like, you have to go through training. Yeah. And then he's, training like, he's like, back in Nepal, we just grab our buckets and we're just out there. You just go. You, you, you take <laughs> your motorcycle and you're off. You're like, you have no idea how bad the bushfires were. Like, I yeah. watched this video. Um, I think it was like embargo or something, mm-hmm. like where it showed like a, a five minute time span mm. down cut into a minute video of where they're all sitting there. They all left. And then within like a minute or two, the fire was, just the there. Fire was there and it fucking deteriorated. It. And then it was Pushed gone. Because the wind it, uh, pushed the fire so quickly. It's just like, yeah. that's why they have to teach these, these um, volunteer firefighters how to actually know when to, okay, you need to get away. Yeah, because in most yeah. cases you're not you're not doing shit. You're just trying to you're you're working like kilometers back, trying to create mm. an area where the fire can stop. Yeah. yeah. So is it safe to say you're not really putting out the fire? You just you're doing uh, more maintenance. Yeah, you're you're doing damage control. Yeah, yeah. that's why they do back fire, uh, back uh, back That's why they're supposed to do back burning. Yeah, yeah. Until they were. Defunded. Do you think it's going to happen this year? Uh, well, everything's burnt. Yeah. So yeah, so essentially it would have already happened right mm-hmm. right now it should have been yeah bushfire season would have started like yeah. a month or two ago. and Good. because of how australia has evolved over thousands of years we're designed to be burnt and grow again yeah. so you'll see a lot of our plants um the seeds will only come actually open up and re-flourish and plant itself once it's burnt to a crisp it's crazy but then again that's how evolution which works. is yeah. how indigenous people would have maintained the exactly. land previously they would, that would burn yeah, an area yeah. move on to the next mm-hmm. area yeah and then by the time they do their cycle through their like area they mm. come back and it would be all regrown and ready to go yeah exactly what i did feel bad for was the animals oh they uh, got yeah billions of animals would oh, die it's crazy yeah gladys bird uh, chiclian the koala killer is what her nickname was oh really yeah. what for because she defunded all the firefighting and maintenance Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Because they they were saying that it, they were linking it to because they wanted to build that um, train, the fast train all the yeah, way through. I heard that, and it was convenient how all the fires were within the areas oh. where they were supposed to be maintaining it because they wanted to build that amazing train line. Mm. So that way you can get like to like from here to Newcastle or whatever to like, Gold Coast. Yeah. Like thirty minutes, you're mm. bang, you're in Newcastle an hour. You're in um, Queensland. It's mm. crazy. Yeah. See, I wouldn't be surprised if all these things are connected. Um, as in, you saw the maps with the fires. Mm. It was very in a very, um, it was very, it was like a prism, very mm. connected points, and then mm-hmm. um, looks looked very aesthetic as well. In, t- in on mm. the map, not the. But I think bushfires just move so fast. Yeah. There's yeah. videos of like firefighters just sitting in their trucks, and you see like a fire off in the distance. Yeah. And then before they know it, it's like roaring up to really. Yeah. Mm. Stories high. Because it's, it's, I guess it's the forest. Um, yeah. that, and yeah. it's hot, man. Like the trucks themselves have like um, a sprinkler system on them uh-huh. to stop the car from melting and them dying in it. Yeah. Like it's ridiculous mm-hmm. of how hot it gets. Like I, can, I cannot fathom that heat. 
because I've never kind of experienced really experienced that. Yeah. And the other, like they weren't the volunteer firefighters, but they weren't getting any pay, obviously. Mm-hmm. But a lot of them would have lost their jobs or not been paid from their regular work mm. because they're uh-huh. off work. Yeah, mm-hmm. but do you think they were rewarded with? Uh, there were. Uh, there was a massive argument about. They, it because, yeah. they wasn't. They weren't going to be. Mm. But yeah. I mean, you're out there saving people. How can you not yeah. be paid? Yeah, it's it has to be at least you know like a courtesy. Yeah, the government because a lot of them would have had they had to take annual leave. Yeah, and they're using their annual leave to go and protect homes, risk their lives, risk their lives. Yeah. yeah. Well, what do you, what do you think is twenty twenty one now? Where is it going? I think it's going to be the same thing all over again. Yeah, there's no the bushfire. Sl- it's not going to no, but it's like it's not, we're not going to turn to twenty twenty one and COVID's. All of a sudden, disappeared and everything yeah. goes back to normal. It's yeah. everything's going to be the exact same yeah. for how many months? Is the question? I don't know. It could be the year. Yeah, the whole year, man. Well, think about this: we were we had no cases, we were living life, and now the northern beach is, is infested. Yeah. yeah, and it just pisses me off. Yeah. I was supposed to go to Melbourne and just have a good time with oh, my cousin. Your personal yeah. endeavors are destroyed. It's it's been destroyed, mm-hmm. man. And that's the thing is that until they really tweak this vaccine properly yeah. and everyone's like okay i'm comfortable with this yeah. it being correct that's when everything's going to go back to normal because mm-hmm. everyone's trying to rush this and make it work but my uncle made this amazing argument saying that if someone came up to you and said here you go mm-hmm. i have the vaccine and you're like okay cool but there's cyanide in it mm-hmm. you inject it and you die mm-hmm. like you go yeah. like that's the thing this is this is the argument. What that is? Yeah. Have. What is it? What is in it? Mm. Like you can't just pull a vaccine out of your ass and say, "Hey, here you go. Mm. We have the vaccine. We've tested it momentarily, and it has a success rate of ninety percent." Yeah. People are going to look at that ten percent with yeah. a fine tooth comb. Always. You're like, no, I want to know. It's exactly with the freaking whole thing with them. Why there's anti-vaxxers? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sorry, I'm completely against anti-vaxxers when they said. Oh, that one, like, like a couple of cases, it's been linked to this. Gives you autism or something. I mean, like, are you actually serious? Like, there's been kids who have died and there's been parents that they said that they've regretted. Exactly. Not vaccinating their children because Mm. they believed that vaccines were the causes of this. Yeah, and it's also also that discrimination of people with a disability. Because you're like, well, I don't want that. Mm. You know, why should you look down on anyone that's that's got something that's slightly yeah. different to you? Yeah. That sort of thing. There's there's also that underlying thing of, yeah, if you get the vaccine, you're going to have autism. And then you're like, well, heaps mm. of people have autism. Yeah. A lot of people are undiagnosed with autism. But oh, they, yeah, yeah, it's an underlying thing. Uh, it's an underlying thing. Or they yeah. have Asperger's. You might, they don't, really they don't know. know. Yeah, you can go your whole life. Yeah. and not even know it there are people out there that don't even know it yeah do you do you believe that the vaccine should be made compulsory in the future once it's all tested and proven and it I becomes think, a vaccine because there's not going to be enough of it so what they'll probably do is give it to those that are vulnerable of i agree because like, yeah, it should be if done. one of us got it we'd probably be perfectly fine yeah we'd get it we'd get sick we'd get over it mm. but it's the ones that people that have underlying conditions and respiratory yeah. issues and all those. so the thing yeah. that they'll probably aim to give it to them first yeah 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 i don't see i don't doubt we've had the virus at one point in time like a highly contagious disease you're out and about on the train seeing people um 
you never know. You may have had it. I think uh, there was a report that suggested maybe 75, 75% of the people in Sydney have already had the virus, mm. but we don't know about it because yeah. our... Because it's know, like the flu. You don't know if yeah. you get it. Yeah. You might feel yeah. a little bit under the weather, but then eventually... Sometimes you do, it. right? Sometimes you're sitting home, you're like, oh, I think I have a bit of... I mean, of I have it. And yeah, then a bit of Wake up in the morning and it's gone. Yeah. So yeah. Like, it all really depends on your body. You could not even get anything at all. Yeah. You could just be a carrier for yeah. it, for all you know. Yeah. And you're just walking around normally yeah. and then bang, it's, the 15 people you bumped into, they all got COVID. All yeah. got COVID. Well, they were somehow got a carrier. They got a bit of a sniffle. Another person got yeah. a head itch or whatever it is. Well, you look at countries like Taiwan, they've got no cases now. Mm, and New Zealand as well. Nothing. Yeah. And that just goes mm. to show what you do when people actually listen to what you're supposed to do. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Is it Taiwan is the country that like that gives you a massive fine if you throw chewing gum wrappers on the ground? Singapore. That's Singapore. Yeah, Singapore yeah. has some pretty <laughs> heavy rules. Yeah. Oh, and that's, that's why it's such a clean country. Never yeah. been there, but the airport is massive. Oh, you could literally live for I a love week that. there. It's a, it's a, cha- it's a, it's a Changi. 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 So good. It feels like home. Oh. You like, sit in there, you go in the little the cinema, you sit there, you yeah. get some popcorn. I'm not even joking. Walk to the rainforest. I, I, I landed <laughs> and I'm, I, I landed, right? Walking through the terminal, I go to the toilet and it's like I could literally sleep on the uh, on the ground and it would be clean mm. and the smell's so good and the music is just, fits my mood. Very strict though. Like you go to prison for something very yeah. simple. And you know, yeah. Singapore has a history. So Singapore was a part of Malaysia mm. and they've been, uh, they were rejected. So it's the Malaysian rejects. And then um, one leader, he changed the entire country. I think his name is Lee Kuan Yung or something. Mm-hmm. And he started off with one industry, the Singapore Airlines, focused on just one industry as in make a good airplane, make good service, mm. make a good airport so people can transit, purchase things there, maybe visit the city. Yeah. That's it all. It's now just, it's a... Now it's the center point of Asia, really. Yeah. And uh, uh, countries like Singapore should exist. The Mac Mac is there. Good. I'd eat it there again. Man, (laughs) it came out, I swear. I've ordered Maccas everywhere. I've had Maccas in Belgium, in Portugal. I had it changes to Maccas reviews. Oh, my God. (laughs) You go there, the freaking... Patty was cooked perfectly. Cheese was... It was like they placed it perfectly, like one of those ads. Just so nice. They yeah. just presented it so nicely and it came with a little thing of rice as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I love presented. Asia and their rice. When I went to Indo, they had like the chi- oh, you get KFC. Yeah. You get KFC chicken and you get your rice. Yeah. And the rice is like that. I it's know, just so much cup. It's so much healthier as well. I'd rather have a, th- a bit of rice yeah. than some chips because yeah. those chips, man, oh, they just they get you. See, KFC here is um, shitty food. It's, uh, it's full of oil. It doesn't <sighs> taste as good. If you go to Nepal, go to KFC. It's a luxury restaurant. Mm. Have you squeezed out a KFC chicken wing? Oh, yeah. You just keep squeezing, oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, but yeah, you, you, you sometimes have those, those cravings. Oh, yeah. We're human beings. You can't help it. Like sometimes yeah. I need some. Yeah. Some oily KFC, yeah. three piece combo, three chicken thighs, yeah. Mountain Dew energized. What are we on? Okay. An hour and a half. Oof. Let's wrap this up. This was uh, this was uh, fun. I think it was. It was pretty good. Half past three. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna gonna knock some balls out of the park. Where are we gonna go? <laughs> are we really going? If you want to go, okay. Uh, here's Still what up. I'm thinking. Let's go to IKEA. Let's grab some lunch, man. Please. <laughs> Why is your obsession with Ikea? I went, he told me about the time when he was like, I always go Ikea with Jackson. I'm like, really? He's like, we sit here, we have lunch. 
And then I went and ordered food and I had like fucking, yeah. Had like a whole family's worth of food in front of me. He loves his like oh. I, I love it. I just feel very good there. I, it's a very family environment. Is it like what's the dealio? Is it still like is all that stuff still open? Uh, what stuff? Like IKEA and stuff. Are you still able to go there? They haven't of sort course. of limited interactions. Nah. Greater Sydney is still open. Yeah. Uh, we're on notice, but it's still open. <laughs> we're on notice. <laughs> we're giving you a stern word. You're better wearing than... masks, I think, but they haven't yeah. actually said you have to. Yeah. But yeah, anyways, it's uh, we'll open the gifts um outside. It's um, it's, it should be fun. But yeah, um, you know, this is um going to be um, there's going to be a bit of pause for bottled, mm-hmm. and uh, what a way to end the, uh, the are you episode. Gonna, are you gonna break this up into three episodes? You've got like three hours worth. Of yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, or just just um, <laughs> oh. yeah, just upload all three hours altogether. <laughs> but um. Before Jackson interrupted mm. me, when I was just breaking, breaking no, no, you really want to, you really want this podcast to end, don't you? No, yeah. I'm, I'm getting, I'm, I'm <laughs> getting really to, keen to, I'm, I'm yeah. finish up. Tell about us to more. say something. So I was about we'll to keep say, interrupting. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you, um, so much for coming in. Um, and it's it's always a pleasure to end something or have a pause with uh, two of your best mates. Oh, you said I'm your friend. <laughs> Am I, I not? Think, I didn't think we were that. I thought we were just acquaintances. Yeah, I didn't think we were that close. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Fuck just, you guys. Fellow, fellow, we were just fellow humans just happened to be in the same I place was, at the same time. And I thought you would be lonely. Yeah, you just came in, talked to me for a few hours. Chat to you, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, let's wrap this up. Thank you for listening, guys. Um, that was episode number. Do you reckon anyone's actually going to listen to this whole thing? Well, some people do. You'd be surprised mm-hmm. the messages I receive. Oh, tell us. Yeah, you're going to make it. We need to see. Now, now we need to know. We're going to make this podcast good for another five minutes. We want to know about these messages. Well, people message me saying they they enjoy the conversations. Some people are blatantly honest that they don't listen to the entire thing, but that's fair. Yeah, and which is completely okay. Mm. Um, but um, people message me, um, mm. and my friends message me mostly. Uh, not strangers or people I don't know. Um, that uh, they do listen and uh, mm. people find conversations interesting. Yeah. The most important part is um, of the of the episode itself is to make sure that it's an opinion, like mm. it's our opinion. It may yeah. not be a fact. It mm. uh, may not be the ultimate truth in, t- in terms of the statistics or uh, facts and figures, mm. but it's just, you know, a bunch It's just of three hours of shit talk. Yeah. yeah. And people who do message me say the same thing. It's just shit talk, um, but it's fun. Yeah. Something to listen to. Yeah. Mm. yeah, play in the back of the mind. Yeah. You like know? you've listened to um, all the episodes. Um, uh, do you feel the same as well, or? Oh, as I said to you before, it's that I can see a very distinct way um, difference between where like there's a shit talking episode and yeah. then someone's yeah. really talking about something that they're passionate about, and that's yeah. what I like because mm. I can transition between the two mm. and still enjoy myself and yeah. listen to all of them. Mm. That's not so, like yeah. it's a whole. Uh, just episodes yeah. of seriousness mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah as if you've listened to any of them yeah i've listened to my own i haven't listened to my own yet yeah. <laughs> i listened to half of it <laughs> yeah but um shortly what i'm going to uh, about to do is during this pause is um create smaller clips of conversations as well like let's say for example we talked about um the space mm-hmm. so just that clip of us talking about the space and then mm-hmm. uploading it so content uh, content is being pushed yeah people who want to listen to a certain type of conversation mm. click on that link those who want to listen to the entire thing just little snippets of yeah exactly of shit talk yeah <laughs> it's like search for all the parts of where we talk about Shawshank Redemption 
Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's it. Let's, right. do this. Let's do this. Let's get the hell out of here. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. That was episode 17 with uh, Jackson and Justin. Thank you. Take it easy. Thanks. Bye. Add it to the podcast at the end. Swing and a miss. Swing and a miss. Put it at the end of the video. <laughs> Right there, and I keep missing it every fucking time. That's your fourth one. <laughs> hey, as long as I hit it further than you, I'm gonna be happy. <laughs> this is gonna go longer. <laughs>